0: this be one of the best moments of your life you're listening to the business mirror podcast for a broader look on business with senior editor dennis estopase good day welcome to the business mirror beam broader look podcast today we podcast the broader look story titled pandemic forces filipinos to find fresh financial fountain The story was written by Business Mirror reporter Tyrone Jasper Piad and was published on May 13, 2021. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Roderlook. For the print edition, please read the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Some fought a virus featuring a corona with dalgona. And the creamy coffee craze began. The battle against boredom ensued after lockdown measures were imposed in March last year to stem the spread of the coronavirus disease 2019. Some Filipinos sought ways to distract themselves from isolation with a concoction of instant coffee, sugar, and hot water. Voila! A mental malaise momentarily muted and a generation of gourmets grew. JPEGs of gastronomy were generated online, from the ube cheese pandizal to the sushi bake, the latter an adventurous take on a famous Japanese dish. Likewise, photos of plantitos and plantitas, those proud of puttering over plants like pampering pets and planting, per se, populated online platforms. From entertainment, these activities enhance entrepreneurship and enable the emergence of a niche market. Some stayed with their simple hobbies, Others sustained these into new sources of income as the economy spiraled toward a slump. Victoria Marie's DeMata is one of the latter. With the increased interest in planting and plants, DeMata saw green from the bags of cement stacked on their yard. She told the business mirror that cement was supposed to be used for the construction of a convenience store their family planned to operate. That was before lockdown measures stalled construction work, and other economic activities in the country. De Mata said she observed that many were already selling plants online, hence she decided to sell plant boxes instead. The young entrepreneur said she and her sister are working together to meet all the orders, molding the cement plant boxes by themselves. De Mata said her sister has more control over the creative side while she is in charge of the logistics, the tricky side of the business. According to DeMata, even after ensuring the products are wrapped well, breakage still occurs during delivery. These, sadly, add costs. DeMata said operating the business became relatively stable after two months that she put up an online store via an e-commerce platform to expand further their reach. While this helped in making deliveries easier, DeMata said she still accepts orders outside of the platform. A part of their earnings go to pay for their mother's hospital bills. Limata is one of the many who had to innovate as lockdown measures truncated economic growth. Several businesses folded up and an army of the jobless grew. The economic recession prompted individuals seeking additional sources of income to turn to establishing their own small businesses. The Department of Trade and Industry or DTI registered over 80,000 online sellers last year which is markedly higher compared to around 6,000 from 2018 to 2019. The Department of Trade and Industry noted that the number of registered online retailers skyrocketed to 8,898 in the first quarter from just 1,848 last year in the same comparable period. As of April 15, there are a total of over 9,000 online sellers that were newly registered this year. According to trade officials, An entrepreneurial mindset is necessary to survive the pandemic, as this will provide opportunities to earn income, especially for those displaced from their livelihood or those whose incomes were reduced as a result of decreased business activity because of the lockdown. DeMata would agree that having an entrepreneurial mindset can go a long way to keep her plant-box offerings fresh. DeMata said she researched potential designs that can be incorporated in their product line. With more micro-scale, small-scale, and medium-scale enterprises, or MSMEs, emerging during the pandemic, the Trade Department said it has been doing its part in enforcing the Republic Act 9178, or an act to promote the establishment of barangay micro-enterprises, called the Bambi Law. Enacted in 2002, the Bambi Law encourages the formation and growth of barangay micro-enterprises by granting them incentives and benefits, among others. A Bambi refers to a business entity whose total assets are not more than 3 million pesos. It is an enterprise engaged in production, processing, or manufacturing of products or commodities, including agro-processing, trading, and services. Since 2016, the DTI has become the issuing agency of the Bambi Certificates of Authority through Negocio Centers following the amendment of the Go Negocio Act or Republic Act 10644. The Bambi Certificate of Authority is issued by the Office of the City or Municipality Treasurer prior to the amendment of the said law. These documents include, among others, the following Mayor's Permit, Certificate of Registration from the Bureau of Internal Revenue, Income Tax Return sworn statements of assets and liabilities, and pictures of the place of business. The Trade and Industry Department reduced the document requirements to only the business certificate, which include the DTI business name, and a certificate of registration from the Securities and Exchange Commission. Republic Act 9178 or the Bambi Law exempts Bambis from the payment of income tax and minimum wage. According to the DTI, this reduces the burden of micro-enterprises, as their operating costs will be much lower. The Trade Department believes these exemptions help newly started businesses that need reprieve while learning the potentially overwhelming responsibilities of business operation. These include regulatory requirements, product development, and marketing and logistics. The provisions are also helpful for business owners who are hesitant because they find the process of formal registration with the government as an additional burden in terms of time, cost, and energy. Examples of these are applying for permits and periodic filing of taxes. According to the Department of Trade and Industry, the lower operational costs due to the exemptions can also help businesses to channel funds to expansion instead. Despite the exemptions, the DTI explained that BAMBIs are still required to pay other forms of taxes such as the value-added tax and other local government taxes if applicable. Likewise, BAMBIs still have to file their tax information to the BIR as a monitoring mechanism to ensure that they are compliant with regulatory requirements. According to Rizalina Mantaring, Management Association of the Philippines National Issues Committee Chairman, Government can do so much to help MSMEs survive and grow in the immediate term. Mantaring told the Business Mirror that wage subsidies prioritizing MSMEs would help keep them operational. Mantaring added that MSMEs face both financial barriers such as access to finance, high electricity costs, high taxes, among others, and non-financial barriers such as heavy regulations, government bureaucracy, corruption, and others. Mantaring told the Business Mirror all of these serve to make doing business difficult and costly. The Trade Department said it provides livelihood kits amounting to 3,000 pesos to 8,000 pesos to help businesses recover, especially amid the ongoing health and economic crisis. The Trade Department said its employees also conduct information awareness programs in villages to enable aspiring entrepreneurs to extend business development services in their localities. The DTI said it offers learning and development opportunities for business owners through the Negocio Centers and the Philippine Trade Training Center Global MSME Academy. The topics covered in these training sessions include accounting, doing of business, and the emerging e-commerce industry, among others. The DTI said that with the pandemic limiting mobility, it has pivoted to partnering with e-commerce platforms to link the MSMEs to marketplaces. The imposition of the enhanced community quarantine, the strictest form of lockdown measures that the government used, resulted to most business activities grinding to a halt. A survey by the Trade and Industry Department on MSMEs in June last year revealed that only 11% of businesses were able to have full operations during the initial implementation of the enhanced community quarantine. The lockdown measures resulted to 90% of decreased revenues and 70% of businesses scaling down on workforce. When asked why they closed the business, entrepreneurs mostly cited the decline in sales, depleted working capital, and restrictions to operate under the Omnibus Guidelines on Community Quarantines. In a DTI survey conducted from January 28 to February 10, 2021, The number of businesses that have stopped operations has gone down to 4.6%. Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez said these figures peaked last year at 34.2%. The number of businesses that have stopped operations went down to 10% in October and further declined to 5% by November last year. But the recent figure is seen to have worsened with the recent imposition of an enhanced community quarantine on selected areas, Trade Secretary Lopez said. The DTI has yet to release an updated survey. The National Capital Region and nearby provinces, including Cavite, Laguna, Bulacan, and Rizal, or so-called NCR+, Plus, were placed under ECQ on March 29 to April 11 amid the recent surge in COVID-19 cases. The lockdown measure in NCR+, Plus was eased to modified ECQ on April 11 until May 14. Lopez estimated that some 1.5 million workers were displaced during this recent implementation of the ECQ. Secretary Lopez said that around 500,000 workers are expected to have returned when the NCR Plus transitioned to the Modified Enhanced Community Quarantine. Still, the DTI found it necessary to further ease the restrictions on some business establishments to allow more individuals to have their jobs back. The Trade and Industry Department also noted its survey revealed half of the MSMEs also need financing assistance. Having access to finance can truly aid the entrepreneurs in growing their business. Rizal Commercial Banking Corporation Chief Economist Michael Rigafort told the Business Mirror, at some point leverage through financing would help expedite the growth, scale and success of entrepreneurs especially promising MSMEs with greater potential to eventually level up into the bigger league, Ricafort explained. Also as a starting point are foundations for long-term partnerships with banks and other financial institutions amid increased competition among local and foreign banks operating in the country, Ricafort added. The RCBC economist said that the proceeds of loans can be allocated for expansion, capital expenditures, and operational expenses, depending on the nature of the business. For its part, the Trade Department adopted online solutions for loan applications and disbursements given the limited face-to-face interactions. One of the lending facilities launched by the Department of Trade and Industry is the COVID-19 Assistance to Restart Enterprises, or CARES, program. It was launched in partnership with a small business corporation. The program offers interest-free and collateral-free loans with grace period of up to 6 months for regular businesses and up to 12 months for certain industries. The loans are payable for 18 months to 30 months. Under the program, micro enterprises can borrow up to 300,000 pesos, small enterprises up to 3 million pesos, and medium enterprises up to 5 million pesos. The lending window was initially launched with only 1 billion pesos as allotment. The funding was expanded to 10 billion pesos under the Bayanihan to Recover As One Act or Republic Act 11494. According to the Trade and Industry Department, the program approved nearly 41,000 loan online applications amounting to 3.8 billion pesos, improved access to financing in terms of both availability and cost, Reducing documentary requirements, reduction or outright waiver of transactions would help MSMEs, Mantaring said. The Trade and Industry Department also opened lending windows to help the tourism sector and returning overseas Filipino workers or OFWs planning to become entrepreneurs. The MSMEs in the tourism industry can avail interest-free and collateral-free loan assistance under the Tourism Rehabilitation and Vitalization of Enterprises and Livelihood Program. The 6 billion peso facility will be loaned out to small-scale tourism-oriented enterprises accredited by the Department of Tourism and local governments. As of April 15, the program released 97 million pesos to 274 MSME borrowers, DTI documents revealed. Meanwhile, the trade department's helping the economy recover through OFW enterprise startups offers 100 million peso worth of loans to repatriated overseas workers looking to establish their own business. Under this program, OFWs may borrow 10,000 pesos to 100,000 pesos without interest and collateral. As of April 15, the program released 11 million pesos worth of loans to 190 OFW borrowers, DTI documents revealed. RCBC's Ricafort advised MSMEs to use a conservative approach in handling their financial resources. At the same time, Ricafort said MSMEs should also be opportunistic to invest and better prepare themselves if economic conditions eventually improve in the coming years. The lockdown measures pushed many businesses to shift to digital platforms to keep up with new protocols governing the market, decreasing face-to-face interactions and interruptions in mobility. Mantering of the Management Association of the Philippines quipped that digital is a great equalizer and is the future. The trade department explained that digitalization is vital for MSMEs as they now use it in doing business. For example, entrepreneurs use cellular or wireless communication to reach out to suppliers, install software to support business operations such as word processing and spreadsheets, and even market their business through social media or e-commerce platforms. Trade officials have said that technology in general has been necessary to improve business productivity. Digital technology is a more efficient and easily accessible solution for empowering businesses to manage through the COVID-19 pandemic, trade officials have said. FintechAlliance.ph Chairman Angelito Villanueva said that digitalization for the MSMEs do not need to be expensive. Villanueva noted that most banking processes have been made available online, which includes in-application and web transactions. He described these as easy, safe, and convenient alternatives to branch banking. Other digital transactions that MSMEs can accomplish anywhere, Villanueva said, include check deposit, foreign exchange and account enrollment. Villanueva added there has been recent multi-stakeholder initiative for more accessible and interoperable QR payment acceptance. Still, mentoring emphasized that government should do its part in simplifying processes to encourage MSMEs to establish their businesses in the e-commerce sphere. Mantaring said that government can help MSMEs thrive on this platform by streamlining all the rules and regulations that discourage small businesses from going online legitimately. Mantaring said this would at the same time help curb the growth of an underground digital economy where consumer protection may be poor. In April, the Anti-Red Tape Authority, the Trade and Industry Department, the Department of Information and Communications and Technology, and the Department of Interior and Local Government signed a joint memorandum circular ordering local government units to automate their respective business processing and licensing systems by June 17. This is in line with the provisions of the Ease of Doing Business and Efficient Government Service Delivery Act of 2018. The Joint Memorandum Circular directs the local government units to set up an electronic business one-stop shop that can facilitate online submission of business permit applications, digital payment options, and issuance of electronic versions of permits, licenses, or clearances. Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industry Chairman Alegria Lim characterized MSMEs as the backbone of the economy creating thousands of entrepreneurs and generating millions of jobs. MSMEs comprise 63% of the total employment and 99.5% of total enterprises in the country. Limhoko said the PCCI is committed to helping grow the MSME sector, especially during an economic turmoil. One way of doing this is through promoting franchising, Limhoko said. Lim said this could help retired and retrench employees and repatriated overseas Filipino workers. While supporting the backbone of the economy is an arduous task, entrepreneurs like DeMata said she will do more on her own to grow her online business and cement her future. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.